come have a seat in the Scald Circle and hear the tale of Mr. Vinegar, as told by Menogan. Now, before we begin our tale, we'd like to remind you that we release new stories for free weekly on Wednesdays on our website, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, and more. To learn more, visit our website at www.thescaldcircle.com. Now then, this begins our tale of Mr. Vinegar. Mr. and Mrs. Vinegar lived in a vinegar bottle. Now one day, when Mr. Vinegar was from home, Mrs. Vinegar, who was a very good housewife, was busily sweeping her house, when an unlucky thump of the broom brought the whole house clitter-clatter, clitter-clatter about her ears. In an agony of grief, she rushed forth to meet her husband. On seeing him, she exclaimed, Oh, Mr. Vinegar, Mr. Vinegar, we are ruined! I have knocked the house down, and it is all to pieces. Mr. Vinegar then said, My dear, let us see what can be done. Here is the door. I will take it on my back, and we will go forth to seek our fortune. They walked all that day, and at nightfall entered a thick forest. They were both very, very tired, and Mr. Vinegar said, My love. I will climb up into a tree, drag up the door, and you shall follow. He accordingly did so, and they both stretched their weary limbs on the door and fell fast asleep. Now, in the middle of the night, Mr. Vinegar was disturbed by the sound of voices underneath, and to his horror and dismay, found that it was a band of thieves met to divide their booty. Here, Jack, said one. Here's five pounds for you. Oh, here, Bill, here's ten pounds for you. Oh, and Bob, here's three pounds for you. Mr. Vinegar could listen no longer. His terror was so great that he trembled and trembled and shook down the door on their heads. Away scampered the thieves, but Mr. Vinegar dared not quit his retreat till broad daylight. He then scampered out of the tree and went to lift up the door. What did he see but a number of golden guineas? Come down, Mrs. Vinegar, he cried. Come down, I say. Our fortune's made, our fortune's made. Come down, I say. Mrs. Vinegar got down as fast as she could, and when she saw the money, she jumped for joy. Now, my dear, said she, I'll tell you what you should do. There is a fair at the neighboring town. You shall take these forty guineas and buy a cow. I can then make butter and cheese, which you can sell at the market, and there we shall be able to live comfortably. Mr. Vinegar joyfully agreed, took the money, and off he went to the fair. When he arrived, he walked it up and down, and at length saw a beauty of a red cow. It was an excellent milker, and perfect in every way. Oh, thought Mr. Vinegar, if I had but that cow, I should be the happiest man alive. So he offers the forty guineas for the cow, and the owner said that, as he was a friend, he'd oblige him. So the bargain was struck, and he got the cow, and he drove it backwards and forwards to show it. By and by, he saw a man playing the bagpipes, tweedle-dee, tweedle-dee. The children followed him about and he appeared to be pocketing money on all sides. Well, thought Mr. Vinegar, 
If I but had that beautiful instrument, I should be the happiest man alive. My fortune would be made. So he went up to the man. Friend, says he, what a beautiful instrument that is, and what a deal of money you must make. Why, yes, said the man. I make a great deal of money, to be sure, and it is a wonderful instrument. Oh, cried Mr. Vinegar, how I should love to possess it. Well, said the man, as you are a friend, I don't much mind parting with it. You shall have it for that red cow. Done, said the delighted Mr. Vinegar. So the beautiful red cow was given for the bagpipes. He walked up and down with his purchase, but it was in vain. For when he tried to play a tune, instead of pocketing pence, the boys followed him, hooting, laughing, and pelting. Poor Mr. Vinegar. His fingers grew very cold, and just as he was leaving the town, he met a man with a fine, thick pair of gloves. Oh, my fingers are so very cold, said Mr. Vinegar to himself. Now, if I had but one of those beautiful gloves, I should be the happiest man alive. He went up to the man and said to him, Friend, you seem to have a capital pair of gloves there. Why, truly, cried the man, and my hands are as warm as possible this cold November day. Well, said Mr. Vinegar, I should like to have them. And uh, what will you give me, said the man. As you are a friend, I don't much mind letting you have them for those bagpipes. Done, cried Mr. Vinegar. He put on the gloves and felt perfectly happy as he trudged homewards. At last, he grew very tired, when he saw a man coming towards him with a good stout stick in his hand. Oh, cried Mr. Vinegar, that is a fine stick. If I had it, I would be the happiest man alive. He said to the man, Friend, what a rare good stick you have there. Why, yes, said the man. I have used it for many a long mile, and a good friend it has been. But, you know, if you fancy for it, as you are a friend, I don't mind giving it to you for that pair of gloves. Mr. Vinger's hands were so warm, and his legs were so tired, that he gladly made the exchange. As he drew to the wood where he had left his wife, he heard a parrot on the tree calling out his name. Mr. Vinegar, you foolish man, you blockhead, you simpleton, you went to the fair and laid out all your money in buying a cow. Not content with that, you changed it for bagpipes, on which you could not play, and which were worth not one-tenth of the money. You fool, you, you had no sooner got those bagpipes than you changed them for the gloves, which were not worth one-quarter of the money. And when you had got the gloves, you changed them for a poor, miserable stick. And now look for your forty guineas, cow, bagpipes, and gloves. You have nothing to show for it but that poor, miserable stick, which you might have cut in any hedge. On this, the bird laughed and laughed and laughed. And Mr. Vinegar, falling into a violent rage, threw the stick at its head. The stick lodged in a tree, 
and he returned to his wife without money, cow, bagpipes, gloves, or stick. And she instantly gave him such a sound cudgeling that she broke almost every bone in his body. And that is the tale of Mr. Vinegar. Thank you for listening to our tale. If you enjoyed it, please take a look at our Patreon page to learn how you can earn great rewards while also supporting us. A special thank you to Kat for their support this month. It means the world to us. Now remember, we release new stories for free weekly on Wednesdays. Learn more at www.thescaldcircle.com. Once again, thank you for listening to our story.